Okay, are we ready to... Uh, yep. So nervous. Do it? Yep. Cool. So, and okay. then just, just, so you, just so you guys know, uh, we, whenever we have guests, there's a misdirect at the beginning. I'm going to kind of refer to you guys as part of our intro, then we'll fit in the theme song, and then we'll talk to you guys. So when I first say, with special guests, the commander <clears throat> and team, then, you know, don't say anything just yet. We'll, we will shut the okay. hell up. <laughs> okay. Hold on, let me get that drink out of the way. Okay. Hey, everybody, it's me, Andy. And I'm Sean. And this is the Commander's Brew. This week, Unstable, with special guests from the Commanderin podcast. You maybe should say part two in that somewhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, 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 <laughs> that's a good call. Can we redo it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, it's a first time. We're all doing this for the yeah, first time. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, this I will edit. Okay. <laughs> all right, here we go. Ready? Yeah. I'm Phil DeLuca. I'm Shivan Putt. <laughs> and we are Commander and There I go again. Every single time. You can't do yes. this without laughing, Phil. I, I can't. Thanks for listening, everybody. We put a spotlight on community issues, but never, ever talk about three banned topics. But this episode, we actually have four, don't we? <laughs> Religion, politics, Hearthstone, and, because of our guests, midichlorians. No discussion of any of those four no topics. No way, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I hear you're spontaneously, uh, you sometimes spontaneously break out into rap. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you may be able to tell by now, this episode, uh, we've brought some guests on to talk about a very special topic. In this case, a new format called Uncommander. And to do that, shouldn't we brought we just, on some experts. In... Sorry? Shouldn't we just call it Unmander the way everybody else has been calling it? <laughs> that's what, <laughs> Sure. That's what I have in the uh, on the YouTube Okay. Like, I feel like Unmander has just become the uh, unofficial community term for it. Oh, also, heads up, you guys. I don't really edit the YouTube video very much. So if, right. if you got if, if you got to stop, that's okay. But, like, just know that it's probably going to be on YouTube. <laughs> Hello, everybody <laughs> watching. Hi. Uh, <laughs> no, the world of audio is collapsing. so this episode we're talking about a new format called unmander that's right we're talking about unstable cards in commander and uh for other unsets maybe we'll talk about that at a later time but to do this we brought in a couple of experts the commander's brew everybody that's right hello yeah yeah say hi it's us yeah andy and sean (laughs) sean and andy good to be here happy happy to talk about uncards very excited to do that with you Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's an unmander summit. Exactly, it's it is the unmander summit. The unmander exactly summit. This is. Uh-huh. <laughs> We've been doing homework for a week for this show. Yeah, yeah, we have. And this is more <laughs> prep for spreadsheets and everything. Yeah, this is more prep for a commander in show than I've done since uh, the one I came on on. So this is a lot of fun. <laughs> and this is a, this is a special part one as well, right? Like because we're That's we're going right. to host part two when this is done over on our streaming podcasts. Uh, how, however, <laughs> whatever you call the place podcasts live. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's a cloudy place. Yeah. I'm not yeah, sure. It's, it's always very cloudy. Um. Yeah. So like Sean just said, we're going to host part one of this and Commander's Brew is going to host part two of this. So if you want to see the whole episode and hear hear the entire discussion, you have to watch and or listen to both episodes. It's going to be awesome, actually. I am so and now, excited. And so this is our episode. It's episode 120, but uh, your episode is episode 124, right? Correct. Yes. Awesome. So you can hear part two of this eventually, 
on uh, Commander's Brew. So yeah, this is fun. We're splitting it up here. If you have somehow right. listened to part two first, uh, I don't recommend We apologize. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah sorry. <laughs> yeah, it might not make as much sense if you do it in that order. But you know what? I feel like it anyway. fits the format. Though. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. So we are super excited to get to this show. It's it's the first of its kind, as far as I can tell. It's certainly our first of a kind, so or a first of a kind for us. Oh, boy. Hey, all of your video watchers are going to hear all of the stammering that I normally do. <laughs> this is, uh, this is yeah, lovely. Yeah, precious Without editor, the ability I can't to edit, you now. <laughs> now I am suddenly terrified because yeah. our audience doesn't understand just how much cutting we do with this show. <laughs> yeah. Well, luckily, only yeah. Commander's Brew YouTube viewers will, will get it, I think. Right? Still, there are, yeah. there are which, thousands Which is them. basically, <laughs> our audiences are largely overlapping. So you're right. It is just everybody. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we are really excited to talk about this. And you'll hear it all throughout the show, and you've heard it so far. And uh, but but first, before we do that, we have a couple of things we want to say. Please head over to wherever you get your podcasts from and give both Commander in and Commander's Brew a five star rating. Most of the time, that's <coughs> iTunes. It's also maybe Google Play. I don't know a bunch of iTunes, places. wherever Stitcher, you get it from. Google Play, Podfeed, wherever you get your podcast. Super helpful. All of those places. Super yep. super helpful. Go give us both five star ratings because it really does help. Yeah. Um, you should also visit <laughs> patreon.com slash commander and MTG and patreon.com slash commanders brew, right? That's your, that uh, right. your Patreon. I, I actually am a patron of your show. I've never heard my name on your show, but I, I am a patron <laughs> of your show. You are. And yeah. Yes. No, uh, I know. I, I'm, and, I'm c- confirming. Oh. <laughs> Imagine I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you are. <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, so go on over there and give us each a buck a show because you have no idea how much it helps. Commander's Brew viewers and perhaps perhaps even our viewers at this point, if I can uh, edit it properly, can see my studio right now. I'm actually in a closet. All this time I've been saying I'm in a closet, I'm actually in a closet. And Listeners, if we get enough... I was stunned when we had to turn on the video <laughs> for this and I saw that he's actually legitimately in a closet. I yeah. thought he was just making a joke. No, no, he was actually sitting with his shirts and a couple of boxes of conspiracy back there and yeah. some ancient clothing and it's... Oh, can you see the conspiracy? <laughs> yep. Friends, you can get us out of the closet <laughs> with just a dollar a show. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, so we, we are not kidding when we say that we need your donations, and both podcasts really do need your donations. We do a lot better with all of them. And both of us, well, uh, Commander In is entirely listener-sponsored. Uh, we don't have any fancy ads like you may have just heard uh, on the, well, when you come in for part two on the Commander's Brew, you'll have heard this really cool ad. You may have, Will, amazing... have just heard of the past future tense. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> yeah. my God. It's very unstable. <laughs> and, uh, anyway, so we have no sponsors except you, the listener, so please head on over, give us a buck a show, and for the, for the cost of a pack of magic cards, you can do a wondrous amount of good for us. Thank you. And uh, for those of you who are already doing that, we're really grateful. Uh, don't forget to visit us on uh, YouTube. We do have a channel that's not as fancy as some other channels that may be uh, broadcasting the second half of this. Uh, <laughs> but comment, rate, and subscribe to both of our channels because that also helps, believe it or not. It even helps if you play the video all the way to the end. Um, so we have some news. We might talk about decks. When we do, you can just head on over to deckstats.net slash commander and MTG. <laughs> and uh, we have our own direct link, which is really cool. And you can see all of our decks there. We've organized them so that our guests have them, etc. It's worth checking out. Um, also, it's the month of December now. And we have a special on for our playmats. It's a $2.50 flat rate for any number of playmats you want to order to anywhere in the United States. Um, we've even uh, been uh, helpful with some of, sorry, we've even been nice to some of our international uh, orders and sent extra playmats, and I even signed an extra card or two and put them in there. So please head on over. Time's running out, and you definitely want to order while you can. Wow, two fifty for a playmat? 250 shipping. Oh. 
I was Flat like, whoa, shipping. you guys are really taking a bath on yeah. those. <laughs> 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 At this point, yeah. we're taking a bath in them. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that is still uh, pretty uh, amazing for shipping, though, honestly. 250 that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's very good. Um, that that basically is uh, my wife is tired of stumbling over these, <laughs> and so we uh, we need to get rid of them. We're down to the last few, though, so order now if you can. Um, and uh, now uh, we're here with Commander's Brew, of course. Do you guys want to say anything more about your podcast? I think most of our listeners know, but maybe there's like one or two who don't. Yeah, uh, you know, just uh, we're just there on iTunes with with you guys as well. Commandersbrew.com. That's about it. Uh, uh, if you enjoy. EDH Commander. If you like uh, playing on a budget, we specialize in that most of the time. So yeah, check us out there. Uh, silly yeah. videos at the end. Um, I harbor- oh yeah, we do sketches. Like we do like little. We're like up in the the production quality on those lately. So we're getting we got green screen man. It's a good time over green there. Green screen. Yeah. Check out. Yeah, yeah, check us out. It's a, a YouTube.com slash Commander. Yeah, what- I swear to God, sometimes it feels like I'm the only magic producer who's not an improver on the side. <laughs> like I feel like I need to go take some classes or something and get up with the program. Improv helps with yeah. every aspect. It really does. Oh. Every aspect of yeah. life. Period. I just like watching it. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. also funny. Uh, it, it it really does actually, and you guys are. Uh, I mean, when we say we're fans of you guys, it's not that like we're not saying this out of a professional courtesy. You're the first <laughs> no, podcast I listen to every week. Professional courtesy, because we don't have no. any professional courtesy. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, are we ready to broach our main topic let's, with the listeners? Yeah, let's, let's get, get into it. it. Yes, let's get in. Yeah. We are way behind, ladies and gentlemen. Way behind. <laughs> so our main topic this week is unstable cards in commander and that's uh hashtag mtg un three and the origin of this is we were uh doing a preview card and we had gavin verhey on the show and uh, we we all just sort of hit on it it was a an idea that i sort of had it was tickling the back of my mind but it just came out on the show we should make a list of unstable cards that are acceptable in commander so we did, and that's the that's the homework that Andy was talking about. We got together immediately. We knew there were only two people in the world we could talk to about this, and it was the Commander's <laughs> Brew team. Um, and and so we we put this list together, and it was funny because as the spoilers were as the preview cards were being released, I was actually typing the names into the to the spreadsheet, and then we went through and we rated all of them and uh, made a set of categories for it, and. Um, so we did this in part because Wizards mentioned that Un3 is sort of like a, a Petri dish, if you will, for black border cards. And there are a number of cards in here that are just totally acceptable. They should be black border. They're just released here first, and they're like little experiments. Um, and uh, so we came up with these uh, th- these categories we'll get to in a moment. So, um, and since we started this process, we, we, uh, we put it out on the, the show with Gavin and other content creators. And I'm not saying that we were like copied or anything like that. I mean, it's just such an obvious idea that everybody ran with it. And the community has started developing this list. But we want to try to consolidate all of that and create a single list. And the Rules Committee, of course, just announced on Friday, four days ago, that most uncards are legal in Commander until January fifteenth, two thousand eighteen. Wait, now that's just hilarious. Most? I thought it was all. No. Well, there, there's a ban list that's got about like a handful of cards on it. Mainly yeah. the physical cards. There's some cards that are just like too busto for Commander. Some that sure, are just okay. not fun. It'll slow down the game. Uh, the ban list is interesting. That's probably a good topic for a secondary podcast. But <laughs> mainly, and my impetus for this is that. The reason I play Commander and the reason a lot of us play Commander is because we want to use the cards we have, right? Like we play Commander because it's an internal format, but not just like Vintage. It's a format where you can play all of your favorite cards from up and down Magic. And it always rankled me that we had these boxes of silver cards that are just like cute for the draft or whatever, and then you never play with them again. There's no reason why you can't use those in Commander. And I'm glad that the Rules Committee is giving us this chance for these few weeks to test out to see if we can get some fun out of it, to see if there's cards worth hanging around that maybe make the permanent commander list. Because wouldn't it be great to be able to play with your Thopter Pi Networks and your uh, snow, what's it, snow Globes and other <laughs> holiday cards and whatnot? 
And it would be really fun to just have kind of a side unmander format that lets us use the cards we own. Yeah, absolutely. And of, of course, out of uh, all of us on the show, Shivam <laughs> actually has a, uh, a Thopter Pie network. I built a whole deck to using specifically Commander. for that. Cool. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, card. it's cool stuff. But um, so, listeners who haven't should go check out Game Nights number thirteen. That's the uh, video uh, show that I'm sure everybody watching this and listening to this knows about already. Um, that uh, the Command Zone puts on, and this latest episode, they play with Mark Rosewater and Gavin Verhey. They do a draft of Unstable and just have a blast. So, if you have questions about how fiddly some of these cards are, like we do. Go watch that show. It's well worth it to see how it works. So, um, uh, so Andy, what do you think of this set so far? Well, um, I think it looks like a, a real blast. I like how it's built around the guilds. You know, I like, um, I, 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 I love the the idea that uh, what un, the unsets do, which is like use different things on a magic card than than we're used to right like yeah we don't care about the number of words usually but here we go now we all <laughs> care about it and that's the thing that um it's like how far outside of the of like the normal sort of rules and uh like not flavor not rules but like just the norm of what magic is and what the uh, the, the accepted formats are how far outside of that are we willing to go as a group as a format kind of right so yeah yeah exactly so like funny little things were like oh now my library is a creature is like is that too far uh this this cares about watermarks is that too much that's what we're here to talk about Hmm. right and so we came up with uh we were brainstorming just before the show actually and we came up with a a three category rating right Mm yeah that's right uh, now now sean this was you were really this this really meant it a lot does. to you. So it why does. don't you talk okay, about? Okay, so that? so here's kind of the way we're looking at these cards, right? We're th- there's three different filters. We've uh, labeled the mild, medium, and spicy. Okay, so <laughs> the mild ones we are trying to determine those are the ones that could have been printed black border. They don't really go outside of the rules that we're used to in a traditional way, mm. uh, and you know throw those in, no problem. Then there's the medium one. The medium is the most interesting category to me personally. Uh, And that's the ones where it's like these cards definitely bend the rules in a way that is different than traditional magic. But as a commander player, we bend the rules a lot. Like we like to put cards together in ways that do weird things like create decks where like we take... Where, where, where we just like stop taking turns for a little while or maybe like you know <laughs> we, we have double upkeeps or things like that so it doesn't seem the, the, we're gonna call some of these cards in the medium category those are gonna be cards that are like yeah they changed the rules you're gonna have to go with your group and say like are we okay with medium level are we doing medium stuff uh and then spicy is the simplest category spicy is just anything goes right all uncards, <laughs> no restriction let's just have a hoot Yep. And that's kind of the state we're in right now with the uh, silver border cards being legal until January 15th, 2018, mm-hmm. right? That is right. Yeah. Yep. And Just uh, spicy. I would uh, love to invite any listeners of either of our shows who happen to be at GP Santa Clara this uh, beginning of next year. I will be there with my decks. If you have any unmanned decks, bring them on. Let's get the silver border going at the GPs <laughs> while we uh, still can before they all go away. I would love to see what you guys come up with. So cool. Um, All right. So let's, uh, if if you guys want, we'll start running down the the list of the mechanics and talk about a few cards. Yeah, great. And also... Um, so, so listeners, we, we go through the mechanical themes like this and we've sort of arbitrarily defined some of them like physical or extra player and so forth and decided whether or not those were spicy, medium or mild. And we'll talk about each of them. So, um, does anybody, uh, real, does anybody want to take on the physical theme? I'll take it on. So, uh, sure. So, so a lot of the cards have like what we were calling physical restrictions, like how you hold the cards or, how you have to kind of sit or, you know, they're like sort of dexterity, like you have to actually do different things that aren't 
necessarily rules based, right? It doesn't matter. Like you, you have to, right. maybe you're not allowed to use all of your fingers and your hand to do it or so. Uh, we've determined that these are spicy. These are, these are kind of over <laughs> the top. Uh, these are a little bit out of the thing. I personally feel like these are, th- these are tricky cards because they are, they're magic really strives to be an inclusive format for everybody, but there are definitely people out there who are differently abled, who are unable, who just cannot use these cards based on the the things that you know that they live with and for that reason i'm okay like i would have been fine if they never printed these to begin with because it it (laughs) it really is sad to think of someone who just you know who based on their uh, different abilities just can't they don't get the luxury to think about using less fingers with their cards because it's like well it would be nice it would be nice if that was an option for me to use all you know everything so I kind of feel like these 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 go against in my opinion the inclusivity that magic strives for I think that yeah. uh that's true I also think that um just like to me why does how good I am at throwing a card? have anything to do with the game i i don't like you know what i mean like it's i don't know to me it's that's like, it's I play too magic far outside. because i'm not good at throwing <laughs> yeah things. exactly i'm not good at throwing <laughs> things man that's why that's why i do this yeah i mean yeah. the thing is i looked at like for instance there was a card where you put the your two fingers on the table as a token yeah, and i looked yeah. at that and it's like that seems really just I get it. It's cute, but also it just seems like it would be really awkward and uncomfortable for some people. Or the one where you have to put your head on the table. That just seems like I I don't want to do yeah. that. I don't feel good <laughs> about that. Um, they actually kind of interfere with gameplay at that point. Yeah, I mean, there's the one physical manipulation card that I was interested in was um, I don't remember the specific name, but it's the one where you have to touch it with all of your you you play all the cards the bunker. Secret bunker. Yes. Where yeah. all the cards have to touch the secret bunker or they get destroyed. I thought that was yep. a cute gimmick and a really neat idea. And it doesn't require me to have to like tear my chaos card up and throw it from four feet up and try mm-hmm. to hit uh, things. Yeah. It's called cramped bunker. That's what it is. Ah, cramped, cramped bunker. bunker. Yeah. And that, sir, is a spicy card. Definitely spicy card. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> you'll you'll have to be playing with full on spicy uh un un unmander that's it unmander cards and decks so to use that yeah we identified two that look kind of fun and maybe aren't too terribly broken right and uh these are the exceptions uh, sean you really like one of them don't you uh, i the both that we have here are really fun i, I do think yeah. I, I think it's very well designed and it does feel very unsetty un, unset the slaying mantis one yeah, uh, I love that card. Uh, just like a lot of the humor comes from the fact that it's got just a second, which is like it's not split <laughs> second; it's just a second, which means while it's on the stack, no one can rearrange their cards because you're going to throw this card, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as soon as I put on the stack, no one's allowed to move their cards. It's cost <clears> me seven <throat> mana to do to put this six-six insect wrestler on the stack. The art <laughs> is so good on this card. Yeah, and yeah, I'm going to toss fine. the card under the battle field and every card that i end up touching uh it fights that an opponent controls it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna fight those cards i mean yeah great uh sounds silly uh, i like silly yeah that's very silly I guess, it's very funny. i guess now is the time to say uh to tell everyone that i am uh basically the fun police on this show for this episode <laughs> <laughs> uh you should see the um like the spreadsheet we had to fill out where we like basically said yes, no, or I have some reservations about these cards. I have mostly reservations and mostly no's. Uh, <laughs> yes. I did, I, I, but like, hey, listen, I'm up for fun. Don't get me wrong. It's uh, This one for me was a hard no. No way. Throwing <laughs> a card? Get out of my face with this. Yeah. yeah. But it it's, is it's yeah. certainly fun in the spicy format. Well, it reminds me of yeah. like... There's some cards that I was just like, I'd never want to play against somebody who's got Nerf War, for instance. But some of these cards, I mean, just a second seemed really cool. It reminded me of the holiday card from 2015, Goblin Sleigh Ride, which uh, you basically, it's a, a sorcery that you put a creature on top of the other card, and then you slide the card across the table, and it does damage to whatever creatures it touches on the slide. So if you have really slick sleeves, you could just kind of like fling it and have a good time. Yeah. And that was neat. 
because you're sliding it on the table, you're not necessarily throwing it. I would feel really uncomfortable about hucking a card, you know? It's like, yeah. oh, it's so, like, uh, don't yeah. bend it. Now, now, speaking of fun police, we are never going to get this done if we... Uh, okay, fair, if fair, we, fine. If we divert like True. that. Um, what, what, our, what our typical listeners don't hear is like all of these tangents, and then we cut them okay. out. Okay. Um, the, um, the other one that is somewhat... Maybe, what, what would you say this one is? Mild or, or even medium? It's hot fix. Right, that's the one that allows you to look through your deck. You can rearrange your entire library, but in you have ten seconds to do it, and if you're touching it, you have to shuffle your library at the end of those ten seconds. So, in practice, this is kind of like a really fast Limduel's Vault, right? Except you're not drawing the card; you're you're actually just making sure that the best card in the in the top ten cards goes on top of your library, and it's the next one you draw. I mean, I, I wouldn't have a problem if all tutors also included that kind of thing. Like, like you only <laughs> yeah. have ten seconds to like do your business. And then let's get on with the game. That's true. Well, yep. I mean, you need to have a stopwatch, which everyone does on their phone. Uh, <laughs> it's true. So, like, okay, this one was I don't like. Know, my, my main worry with that is that it's in blue, which means you can draw cards immediately if you wanted to. And if you, for instance, have a combo in mind that you can pull out immediately, let's say you're playing with an unlimited soul ring and an unlimited whatever, and you can just immediately jump through your deck, pull them out, put them on top, slam them, and then. Draw your divination and then go to town with your combo. It feels like, I mean, it does cost six, so it's not necessarily like an instant win, but it could be really fun. I think just the tension of the 10 seconds makes it fun enough to be willing to try. Yeah. Yeah. And believe me, that will be rigorously enforced. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that is one of the things that I, uh, without going too deep right now, one of the things is I was like, there's a lot of potential in a lot of these cards to create a lot of arguments, yeah. <laughs> which I know I guess there just kind of is in Magic anyways, but I think the unsets open it up a little bit more, which I'm like, Ugh, you know, but uh, I, Hotfix seems seems okay to me. <laughs> yeah, we argue about how long our silence is at the beginning of the episode, and that's only five seconds. <laughs> and we have a timer on our timeline that tells us. Yeah, <laughs> and we're not searching for cards that'll change the game. It's funny. Uh, um, I think So our next category is uh it's kind of a broad one it's a uh, text and art matters right right yeah okay <laughs> you know you you reacted pretty strongly to this one didn't you oh yeah this is the one i was like this shouldn't matter this right. i you know what i mean like in 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 black border right like in regular magic i don't think the art or the word the number of words or like what the word is or anything like that like that shouldn't matter because kind that's kind that stuff is like kind of arbitrary anyways right like right the name you know uh, uh, of a creature like i think it was mel lee she was uh when i met her when we were in la we played commander with her yeah and mel was like there are no more words to describe like water like there are just no more we've used them all we've used them too many times so like they have this you know you ha there's only a certain number of things so anyways i i, I think that like I, I don't like that stuff mattering in Black Border. But in Silver Border, go to town, man. That That's where the fun is. That's one of the key yeah. divides to me between Black Border and Silver Border is like other things on the card can matter. So we have uh, the the big uh, – the good example here is um, – what is it? Selfie Preservation, right? Yeah. Selfie Preservation, yeah. yeah. So Selfie Preservation I is – I love this card. Uh, is one in a green. It's, it's basically rampant growth, but it says it if there's a – if there's a tree <laughs> in the art, um, that's how you get to put it onto the battlefield, right? Yeah. Otherwise, it just goes yeah. to your hand. Right. So it's not. So like, actually, this says the the land goes to your uh, hand unless there's a tree, in which case it it's uh, it's a rampant growth. Yeah. I mean, this is obviously one where power level. We're not worried about this for commander, but it's just that like that thing of like, do you want it to do? Do you do you are you okay with it referencing art? And like, how many arguments are there going to be with like, that's a tree. It's like, that's not a tree. That's a spire. It's like, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's a cactus. You know, is that stuff on swamps? Is, does that stuff count as trees? Is a bush a tree? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but no. See, for me, I look at this card and I don't, I see those arguments, but I also see a really cool way to thematically build your deck to make sure that all your lands have trees on them or all, you know, I just think <laughs> it would be so, I mean, 
I'm a Vorthos at heart. I love the idea of having art matter and being like, for me, picking my basic lands is the most important part of any deck I build. So <laughs> this card is right up my alley. Sure. Because it would be like, yeah. okay, well, I'm definitely taking the third Lorwyn Forest for sure because that's the most visible tree or whatever. You, yeah. know, um, you can also strategically select basic lands that don't have trees on them. Now there, I, I don't know if you'll ever find a forest that way, but there definitely are other basic lands that trees. don't have trees. There might, and so there might be you some could, Ravnica ones. It could be. Oh yeah, because uh, some of them are just like buildings with moss yeah. and crap. And and so that way you're actually like later in the game you're getting a land that you can play untapped. Huh? True. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, Trixie. I, I, just have I a think bit you're, of going, both. you're going through a lot of work to get rampant growth. Uh, so <laughs> I think yeah. so too. I, I, so for our categories, we're kind of looking at these. I, I'm 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 in the camp of putting this kind of art based ones uh, in the spicy category as opposed to the medium category because they they don't synergize with anything that is like relevant necessarily to the game, uh, and it also doesn't take into account that there are many different art versions of things. And a lot of people like to play with altars. Like, what if you're like, does your altar count for the Ooh. art? Like, how do how does that affect the rules? Yeah. Yet another argument to be had <laughs> about the card. I yeah. could alter all my. Well, islands to have trees in them so that it always works (laughs) now see i i guess i disagree with that because again i totally want to have like one of the cool parts of uh the last unset was the fact that a lot of artist matter stuff Uh and one of the ineffable blessings for instance is when a creature with art drawn by the chosen artist enters you draw a card so if you're gonna go for that kind of building restriction where all of my cards are going to be done by wayne reynolds or by you know doug schuler or something if you're going to put that extra restriction on yourself, I say, man, go for it. You're totally welcome to play because I think it's super – it's just so cool. I love having that yeah. kind sure. of – I mean, it doesn't – I wouldn't want it in Black Border. I would never want well, that in Black Border, but I think it would be the, fun. The Unmander Rules Committee has placed this in spicy. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Duly noted. Fair enough. Now, um, our next mechanical theme is uh, – it's a it's a super fun one. Uh, it's augmentation, and uh, overall, we think that this is of medium spiciness. This is medium, and so um, you use it in caution. And to be honest, I I think this is eventually going to end up in black border. I, I do too. Is, yeah. Yeah. Because because that's what like like the old unset had a two half card that eventually became meld right. So like yeah. I, yep. I, it might take a few years, but I, I have no doubt we will get these sort of cards in time. This feels well, like just think- the best version of banding we've seen. That's good. Even the terminology, though, it speaks to, uh, shall we say, a Phyrexian influence where there are hosts and these are augments that get put onto the host. Yeah, I, I'm much. So, yeah. I'm very grateful that they went with host and augment as opposed to suture because that's like just gross. The idea of suturing yeah. your like zombie unicorns or whatever. Um, wee-oo, wee-oo, for my money, um, fun police. Fun police. <laughs> I am sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I, you continue what you were saying. Sorry. <laughs> oh no, I've been pulled over by the fun police. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but that. Well, the that's thing is, the downside, isn't it? Here's the thing that uh, about augmentation. I think it's really, really cool. However, you have to commit really hard to get it to work in a singleton deck because there's yep. a certain amount of hosts, there's a certain amount of augments, and in 100 cards pulling the exact hosts and augments, unless you're using Julius Jumble Morph, the legend that lets you go basically pull whatever two you want, it just strikes yes. me as... You would really need to commit. And if you're willing to commit so much of your deck to this one theme, go for it. That's fine. Yeah. For most people, this doesn't seem like something you're just going to want to spice your deck with. It's either It feels like it's an all or nothing kind of mechanic. Right? Yeah, I think you're right, and I think if you do go jumble jumble morph, which is the the legend you're talking about, that's still only green. That's only green and white that you only right. you, you get. Yep. You, you and and the colorless ones, but. But uh, well, Sean green did and some white, analysis yeah, of these. green and white are definitely the most augmented. I, I had a quick look. There's only 19 hosts, and they're evenly split. Mm. There's three hosts of each color, and there's four colorless host creatures. And but the augments, there's only one blue one, two black ones, one red one, three colorless, and the majority of them are white and green. So I do think it's you know they, they gave us all the colors just for a little bit, uh, but it's basically a white and green mechanic. Uh, yeah. My only concern with this was the the physical placing cards on top of cards, 
and uh, it becoming a thing where like that 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 was that's augmenting that right and you're like oh uh yeah i think so you know what i mean but, but uh, when, when you look at know. the augment cards themselves it's pretty obvious you would have to overlap quite a bit uh like it's i think it's two-thirds of the host card gets it covered is, yeah. by the augment so it seemed like it would be much it seems like it would be pretty obvious when you see it on the field like that. Yeah, I think uh, so too. But also, uh, like we—that's what auras and equipments do. So, like, we have no right, problem exactly. with that. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You know, that's a good point. That's, good, that's always a good point. point. And yeah. like, and yeah. like, uh, those... but they sit like mostly people sit those like so far, like really mostly under. Whereas I know. this is like one's on top, and you got to show the first part of it still. But you can. I don't, you know, you don't have to another go... one here. Anyways, it's a it's a small concern because okay. I actually do like the uh the thing i just think like um also like i don't like the way the the augments look but that's just me because it like you know what i mean like it, it, like, does, know, this, it does it does this thing where it like cuts off the border and everything i don't like that i don't know i think that looks super cool yeah, but um i think i think that's gonna be less of a problem than we we think yeah it is. i i think you're right yeah. I, I i do yeah Cool. So overall, medium, and uh, our guess is this will migrate into mild pretty quickly. Yeah, it seems, and for the most part, except for the one that they had to errata, it seems like they're mainly pretty, pretty calm cards. There's nothing too bonkers there. Not at and all. And if you do find something bonkers, we would love to hear about it. Huh? Oh, sorry. Which one was the right. errata one? Just so. Oh uh, the yeah, pony. they errata the the yeah the uh, ordinary pony. Was that what it was called? Or, yeah. Um. Basically, with the there was a half squirrel, half pony that you could flicker infinitely just with oh, those two cards. Okay, and um, <laughs> that seems to me like I, I don't know, maybe flickering infinitely could be pretty good in in Commander. I don't yeah, know, maybe totally. As uh, yeah. yeah, so they had to switch. There is it. nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Whatever, Dead Eye. Um, but they had to change that to only be you can only flicker something that hasn't been already flickered by this card. So, uh, which is fine. Um, And that means that your poor squirrel pony is just not, oh, ordinary, yeah, ordinary pony and half squirrel. So half squirrel or half squirrel pony, it doesn't do what you think it does. That's all. Cool. Next. Well, move on to the next mechanical theme, and that's a big one. It's dice. Ah, yes. Um, Now, overall, uh, this is mostly a mild category, isn't it? Yeah. This should be black so. border. We've got coin so. flips. Uh, why not add dice? Like, I like dice rolling difference? way more than coin flips. Yeah, because I've always got too. dice on the table. I've always got dice on the table. I never have coins around, well, and flipping a coin is hard to do. Well, yeah, it's it's true. It's true. And like just thinking about it from a design perspective, once <laughs> they once they make dice black border, it's going to be really easy to like. There's a lot they could do with it. I want black bordered dice. That would be neat. <laughs> <laughs> Shivam, I love that you say this this behavior that humans have been doing for actual millennia. <laughs> I suck at flipping coins. I'm not gonna lie. Maybe But the... it is harder to do than rolling a die, so Yeah, and um, like I, I carry I, I play with token decks. I've got a million dice on me all the time. Yeah. How many coins this, do you realistically have? I've heard I think I believe right. I've heard Mark Rosewater talk about dice. And why yeah. they're not why they're not used as much, and I think it's because generally people don't like that much variance. Like there's variance right. obviously in Magic, and there but 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 when it comes to like getting your card in your hand, you basically want to know what it does. You 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 want to like okay, well there's a very small you know thing where this might be a six six or it might be a four four, but like. Switching it like Paniac is the O three that when you roll a dice it gets plus X plus O. It's like, is this going to be a one three or a six three? Like it's a pretty pretty big yeah. difference, right? <laughs> so, um, I, that's I think that's I think their most their reasoning behind the dice thing. But like I, as far as like mechanics go, I, I absolutely zero problems with the dice. Yeah, yeah, and they did a lot. Um, they did a lot to kind of mitigate the uh, variance that is inherent in in the die rolls. And one of them is one of the cards we're concerned about is Croc's other thumb, right? That's uh, if you would roll a die, it's an artifact for two mana. If you would roll a die, instead roll two of those dice and ignore one of those results. So there, you're getting to uh, kind of tamp down on that variance, and you're tending to only get positive results or high results. Yeah, I, I I also think from a flavor point of view, it is so great. We got Crux's other Isn't thumb. It? It's so yeah, funny. It's so, great. <laughs> so funny. The first thumb helps coin. So so like somewhere out there, 
there's a coin flip and dice deck with just Crocs thumbs. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it's like totally fine. I'm not concerned about Crocs other thumb just because it's an artifact that like does doesn't do anything unless you are rolling dice. So, yeah, like, I wouldn't yeah. put it a concern. I just wanted to highlight it because I think it's so nice. It's so funny. Yeah, I love the, that. Uh, that makes me happy. The, yep. the big problem, uh, the only the only problem I would see with that is if you build a deck that is taking advantage of die rolling, you're going to have a lot of dice to roll. Yep. And if every time you're rolling one die, you're rolling actually two, uh, you're going to have a lot of dice and it, it could can, get confusing. Yeah, it can get a little fiddly, yeah. Yeah. I think now that we have big boa yeah, constrictor. I'm sorry, go ahead. We have big boa constrictor as well. Who put that in there? Oh wait, no. This this is one of the ones that uh, the Fun Police had an issue with. Oh, was it Big Boa? No, that's just because of uh, augment. Oh, I see. And then numbing jellyfish as well because it it does that. Yeah, got it. Yeah, so. I think for the most part the dice rolling cards are pretty safe. They're fun. They don't seem very complicated. The only one that I'm personally worried about is old Buzzbeard. Yes, or Buzzbeard because yeah. it involves having to uh. throw dice from a height. Right. Yes. And Look, I don't <laughs> I don't want you throwing dice on my cards. I will put yeah. dice on my cards gently, but I don't want you hucking your dice on my cards. And it has like oh, put a man. number of 1/1 counters on the on the die like right. on the creature that the like, die touches. So it's, it's just another physical thing. Like I like it happens? for the Yeah, I like it for the unset cuz it combines two of the things that they do, but for if we're talking for the mild version where we're talking like basically making black border cards out of these silver border cards, I don't think this one's Right, yeah. and so, moreover, what happens if you throw dice and they knock the counters that I have on my thing? Oh god! And then we have to remember which ones are which, and well, and it just seems like I haven't read the rules yet. But like, if uh, I dice are going off the table, what happens if your die goes off the table? Does it count? Is that a reroll? Like, like, what you, <laughs> like what's the, the rule on that? The long fact has a lengthy section about this. Does like, it? you can't use fake dice. They're gonna have to use minimum one inch cube or like maximum one inch cube. Oh, get out of here. Et cetera, Spicy. Et cetera, blah, 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 blah. Spicy. My problem is I don't I know people who use like those heavy metal die that are yeah. like made out of brass or whatever. And I'm yeah. like, yeah. look, it's one thing to chuck little plastic monopoly die. It's another for you to be hurling bl- brass rocks at my cart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Please yeah. <laughs> so be we're considerate saying... of your store. <laughs> We're saying dice overall mild, except for that one because of the physical component. That one's a spicy one. Yeah, yes. yeah. Buzz, that's old buzz bark. Yeah. Buzz bark is spicy. Yeah. Old buzz, whatever yep. he can buzz off. Um, yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, Shivam, I know now not to bring my dice that are made from neutronium. <laughs> no, yeah, see, I please think do I not. love dice. I'm a D and D player. I have a million dice. I just don't want you hucking them. Like, look, I believe in the old division between dice chuckers and card floppers. We don't yeah. mix the two. <laughs> look, I'm, I'm not touching your dice because then I can't touch mine without ruining their mojo. Right. Right. <laughs> um, so our next theme uh, is uh, external players. <laughs> This is uh this one's spicy, yeah. Yeah, right? Uh, this is the kind of this is the category where it says go talk to a person or high five a person or whatever who isn't involved in the game you're currently playing and ask them to make decisions for you or do something and and that's just a there might not be external players and b that's a little bit difficult because you're interfering. Like Gavin's example of this is uh, somebody who was working really hard and they had to interrupt that person because he was the only person around not playing the game. <laughs> and when he came over, he totally screwed Gavin. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, not Gavin, no, but... Um, it was, uh, the other, mm, the it was Ben Hayes. Ben Hayes, yeah. He yeah. basically conceded the game effectively. And I believe uh, Loading Ready Run just did their Friday night last week with this exact same premise of like, we need to find somebody to just pick the kind flavor out. I don't want to bother people when I'm playing Magic <laughs> who aren't in the game. I get it. It's yeah. cute. It could be really fun at the pre-release when everybody's playing Silver Border yeah. Magic. Yeah. Like, that'll be really cool. Oh, my gosh. That's the, fun. The, the dynamic, I do think they're very clever. I, it only works at a pre-release or, like, a big event. But there is a white card that asks you to high-five other yes. players and get life. But then there is a yeah. red card that wants you to go for a high-five but not get one. It's called, like, <laughs> left, left hanging. hanging or it that was left, it hanging. Left, left hanging. So, like, <laughs> so like if someone comes to high-five you at the store, like, you should ask them, do you really want me to give you this high five or do you want me to not? <laughs> I think um, actually that's against the spirit of the rules. I, it, probably totally is, is, yeah. it probably is. It probably is. If we're talking spirit of the rules, uh, uh, remind me to talk about the blurry <laughs> Beeble during wacky cards. Blurry Beeble right. makes me really 
like first time in my life that LASIK has been a negative. <laughs> but but um, well, we're we're on it, so we should bring it up just because it's because blurry people. It, it's unblockable if it was cast while your opponent was not wearing glasses. Uh, so 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 that <laughs> just means to your pre-release. No, while well, they were wearing glasses. Well, no, if they're wearing glasses, they can see it and they can block. Oh it. right, right. If yes, they're not right, wearing right. glasses, they can't see it, so it can't be blocked. So the correct move is to bring fake glasses to your pre-release and always <laughs> wear them. <laughs> yes, that's that's taking it out. I mean, that's I true. feel like there was a list on Reddit of all the stuff you should bring to yeah, your un- yeah. unstable draft, and yeah, like <laughs> fake glasses, like all this, all this other stuff is really great. Yeah, it's so like funny. a fake. That- yeah, it was all the stuff. Somewhere One thing about Kind chin. Slaver that I do love is that, uh, uh, and this goes just for really for Sean and myself. So we end up playing uh, Magic uh, mostly at our like friend's place or at, here at my place. And um, uh, I can just imagine Kind Slaving someone and saying, okay, Lacey or Sarah, who have who have never played Magic before. Actually, Sarah's played a little <laughs> bit of Magic. Uh, just being like, okay, Lace, you have to do this now, which is our friend Butler's girlfriend, and like, it's she would her just, worst nightmare. Like, would, like, she would have <laughs> such a nightmare doing it because she gets so stressed out about it. But it would be so funny to see. Like, I really want to do it. I really want to make that right, happen. Right. So, to, that to, to, like, really a, a, a kind slaver is my favorite of these. But I, I think we're looking at these as spicy cards in general oh, because, for the most part, a lot of us play at a home, and they're like, you know, from from my perspective, yeah. everyone is in the game. There is nobody in the house outside of the game. So, like, it, there's yeah. there's nothing to there's nothing to do. I mean. That's exactly right. uh, the point that uh, Command Zone brought up earlier, which is if you're playing in your command group at home, you and those other three or four or five people, you're all playing commander. Who else is going to be there to? And you don't right. want to bother. Like I, I would if I went to my wife and said, "Hey, uh, I need you to discard a card from this guy's hand." She would be like, "I'm already letting you sit in my house and play this <laughs> game." No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right, so this is definitely a spicy category. Very spicy. Yeah. Very spicy. Um, and it, it it's fun in a draft situation, that's for sure. Oh, it's going to be great um, at the store. It'll be awesome at the yeah. store. Oh no, uh, we actually we went back to text matters for our next category. I guess we were looking at and art I think, matters differently from text matters. Yeah, I think so. Um, and this one, this being text matters, this of course is mostly spicy for all the reasons that we talked about before, but. Uh, it's worth calling out that one might work. So if you are playing spicy, you really want Phoebe, head of S-N-E-A-K, Sneak, yeah. right? That's the uh, the the legend. I think she would make a she would make a really good commander. Yeah. Uh, for for one and a blue black. So our Demir friends out there are gonna love this one. She can't be blocked by creatures with flavor text. She's a 2-3, and for two and a blue and a black, she permanently steals target creature's text box. Crazy. I, I feel I feel <laughs> like... She's Marisol. I, feel I was like, about to say, this right. is just Marisol, right? So, so yeah. the first paragraph well, where she can't be blocked by flavor text. Flavor text is one of those things that doesn't really matter for the actual game, so that makes this card in the spicy category. But the other ability is definitely in the medium family of abilities. I feel... Because, right. like... That's that spends the rules to be sure, but it's not completely unreasonable that they might make that a magic uh, card. Isn't there that very popular card that can uh, mimeoplasm? You know, one of the most popular commanders <laughs> sure, of all time. Sure. And, like, in a sense, the mimeoplasm is doing that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, this is very close to mimeoplasm. Like the wording um, just needs to be instead of steals target creatures text box, it's like put a sneak counter on on target creature and now Phoebe has all like all abilities know. or something yeah, and all that one doesn't like that. and that card no longer yeah, does yeah exactly and <laughs> yeah. that one loses all, all of its abilities Dude. well so this was one of all of the cards i think this was one that we put actually in the medium maybe even mild category for all of these reasons yeah yeah i, mean, I don't I, yeah. I i'm with Sean i don't like the reference <laughs> to flavor text but other yeah. than that like it's 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 yeah the flavor text yeah. keeps it spicy unfortunately but but the rest of it is medium yeah but i think yeah. that for the purposes of unmander if you wanted to play with this the flavor text is just so minor well, compared to and and that's and right I, I suppose this is maybe we haven't prepared this answer but like this is where it comes down to obviously you do whatever you want with your thing right, right. like if yep. you guys decide phoebe is a-okay of course like who wouldn't want to build a phoebe deck 
like where that's your commitment. Right. Everybody does, right? So, well, yeah. well, I shouldn't generally. I mean, if you're playing with your friends, then of course you would want a Phoebe drink, <laughs> yeah. right? So, so and then, uh, by the strictest. Maybe put a Ross deck and. By, by uh, the strictest <laughs> definition. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then a Chandler deck, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. There we go. Uh, by, oh my God, Chandler! <laughs> yes, sold. And, the, and then the Chandler deck is all counter spells. That's like, do you really want to yeah. cast that spell? <laughs> <laughs> can I be counter countering any more spells? Man, nobody told me it was going to be this way. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So Phoebe is a good exception to that, and probably belongs in the mild, maybe medium category. Yeah, um, certainly medium. It's definitely, and maybe even yeah. Mild. It's it's definitely, uh, in my opinion, it's definitely medium based on the way it takes boxes or whatever, and the fact that it references flavor text makes it a possible sure. spicy candidate. But I could sure, that, I could see the argument to put it in medium. Yeah, I would yeah. definitely talk to your group about so, that. But, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to slam a break on that. No, that's okay. Um, <laughs> All good. All good. No, it's okay. Now, yeah. next mechanical theme is a very small one. It's two zones. Ooh, and that's for cards that cards. occupy two zones. I know they are so good, and yet this category is spicy. Oh, yeah. This is... This is yeah. Bustel McBuster Town. Um, and... It's and and even anime, even though Animate Library was actually written, it was written really well. They the they, yeah. the rules manager made sure that this works yeah. without destroying the game. It's still pretty spicy. I so, think I'm, I'm, I am the fun police, but I think Animate Library is totally fine. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Because it's just I mean, there's nothing about it that's not except for the fact that I am attacking you with my deck. Yeah. There's nothing about it that seems. Particularly out of the ordinary. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I feel like I'm, 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 I, I honestly want to put these in the medium category because to me the medium cards are definitely silver border-ish, but mm. but makes make rules sense, right? Well, okay, right. so so anime library, like you said, Phil, is worded very well. I think they did do a very good job at that, and that's why I think it's totally fine. Whereas over my dead bodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's read that one out. It's this like one, yeah. Let's read this one. Card. The, so the simple, f- yeah. Four black, black for an enchantment. Creature cards in graveyards can attack and block as though as though they were on the battlefield. Can block or be blocked only by creature cards in graveyards. Yes. Are zombies in addition to other types yes. and have death touch. Oh, sorry, undeath touch, whatever. Uh, which is if they would deal damage to a creature card, exile <laughs> that creature card instead. Creature <laughs> cards in your graveyard have haste. This yeah. is like I think this just opens up too big a can of worms, personally. And it's important for people to remember that both sides will have undeath touch. So if they block your creature in their graveyard, both of your creature and their creature will be exiled. Yeah. Um, now, I love this card, and also know that it will completely break Commander in half. Well, um, but, but like, but I think this is the argument for medium, right? Like, like everything it does is well handled within the rules. Like, like right, once but, we step, but and yes, like that's the, I, I guess that's where I'm coming from. A medium is like sure, we we can generate decks that abuse powerful cards, of which this is one. Uh, and if I build a deck that gets my graveyard full faster than you, and then I resolve this that's my reward right Uh, i don't think this breaks i mean it's broken in the sense of how powerful it can get but i don't think it's spicy in the sense that it's too weird in the like it's within the rules hear me out for yeah when you um so basically there's two uh two schools of thought on this card one is like in my zombie deck, I would love to play this because it's flavorful, it's cool. I mean, my zombies are still attacking from the graveyard. And in any black deck or, you know, part black deck, this is just a neat extra effect. It doesn't really do a lot. However, if you're playing in a Sultai Delve deck or in a deck where you're playing just hyper graveyard manipulation like uh, BDM plays, for instance, uh, something with like, you know, uh, Nemesis Wave, what's a card that you can. Yeah. Like, I mean, it feels to me like. You could find a bunch of different ways to just dump your library well, into the trash and just go and kill them on turn one because they all have haste. But that and, is true of and I think, that is true of many cards that are already black border, right? Uh, I guess my fair. my argument is is that it's different. Like like the medium category exists <clears throat> for people who want to go a little crazy, but 
not so much but not too yeah, crazy. not so much that you have to get out tape measures and you have to like bring glasses and stuff like that like oh in my the way i see the category of medium over my dead bodies is a little bit too weird to be black border but it's not so weird that it's like unacceptable yeah. right you guys want to know a secret you know, about me what i don't think medium should exist i think it's mild or nothing <laughs> <laughs> but, but medium, yeah, well. Uh, Born to be mild, dudes. Born to be mild all the way. I mean, Anyways, look, sorry. All Anyways. Of the, all, hey, you know, go ahead. Well, let's think about this uh, a little bit differently. Like, Over My Dead Bodies actually creates uh, two layers of combat. Yes. Where mm. the, the, the creatures in the graveyard can only affect other creatures, in, except for activated abilities, I guess, uh, in graveyards. They can only block or be blocked by creatures in graveyards. And so what they're doing is they're basically traveling, like the zombies are traveling from graveyard to graveyard, and then they spring out and they attack yeah. <laughs> the the spellcaster. So in a sense, this really isn't creating too much of a strange scenario. They just had to word it that way because of rules. And template. isn't that, doesn't that kind of sound like the opposite of flying? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. that doesn't sound out of, burrowing. out of the, burrowing, right? Like it, it does seem like they could, I don't know, I mean- Maybe whether yeah. or not you think medium should exist, that's where I'm putting this one. I just like the flavor yeah. of this like whole separate plane of attack. And I'm not going to lie, I've had a copy of Hakon Stromgald Scourge sitting around from Cold Snap for a million years. He's the uh, zombie knight that can only be cast from your graveyard and lets you cast knights from your graveyard. And giving him a whole army and ability to fight in the grave just seems so flavorful for that deck. It would be... I realize I'm like the lowest power level dude on the planet, but I just like that this gives me a new plane to play the game on. Yeah. I think it's super neat. Yeah. Now, uh, we are having a, a technical issue. Do we want to address that or keep going? No, you can just yeah. keep going. I mean, okay. Yeah, you've been a uh, spinning wheel on uh, mine for a few. Ten yeah, minutes. me too. Like my whole my whole thing here is uh is really acting up it feels like there's some sort of memory leak and it's making me really worry about the uh <laughs> thanks for hanging out with us everyone this was part one and remember for part two tune in to commander's brew episode 124 listen to that one as well watch it you should watch it and we secretly recorded the video for this episode, and you'll get to see it um, after we uh, figure out how we're going to release all of these episodes together. And also listen to our next episode, number 121, because we have Sheldon Menery on to talk about unstable cards in Commander. It's awesome. You have to listen to that one. Um, listeners, you rock. Thank you for taking the time to be with us. And Sean and Andy, especially thank you for taking the time to be with us because you really, I mean, you're, it's three hours later for you and here we are on a second night and it's well past midnight for it's both of you. It's nearly past midnight for us. Goodness. It, yeah, it is. It's, it's crazy when we're together with these guys, the time, it, the time just zips away. I had no idea until I, I checked for, uh, uh, that reference to their time. So Sean and Andy. Tell us about your show. How can listeners find you if they need to? Oh, wicked. Well, uh, we are the Commander's Brew. Uh, we have a website, commandersbrew.com, uh, where we update uh, our current episodes, where you can find us on YouTube as Commander's Brew. And uh, we just love chatting via email, via Twitter, all those things. Fantastic. Yeah, it's awesome. You guys have an amazing show and an amazing presence on uh, Twitter. I love following you, and it's one of the first things I check every day. I go up to your account, and I'm like, what did they say? Oh, shucks. Um, yeah, and uh, your episodes go right to the top of our, well, my listening list as well. Um, so uh, special thanks to our patrons who show their support by donating to us so we can keep improving. Patreon Just or Patreon Just announced a change to the way that they're billing people. So we may have to change that as well. It's going to introduce all sorts of confusion, but we'll see and we'll tell you all about it. Without your continued support, though, we couldn't do this without you. So please go to Patreon and uh, donate even a buck a show. Now, Sean and Andy, we invite our guests every single episode to take us out. Uh, and now we've taken these uh, outros, if you will, these taglines from uh, two reviews we got on iTunes and Podbay. 
would you take us out? And you can you can use either one of those, or each of you can use one, or you can make something up entirely. It'll be our pleasure. I'll, okay, great. I love it. Uh, how about this? Commander in. Not always accurate, but always entertaining. <laughs> Super sweet. Totally awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much, gents. Thank you, guys. Stop record. Oh, I never want these to end. Uh.